0: Bobby and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. I love the look and comfort of my new Oakley glasses. The lenses are like nothing I've ever experienced with their prism lens technology. These lenses protect my sun sensitive blue eyes, but somehow also make colors even more vibrant and details even more clear. And let me tell you, Oakleys, they are popular in my household as both my sons argue over who gets to borrow my glasses. They both play outdoor sports and they know Oakley is the best for training. Plus, I think they want to look a little bit like Lamar Jackson, who is also sponsored by Oakley. Now, my personal favorite pair is from the HSTN collection. I've literally been wearing mine every day since I got them. So let me tell you what you should do. Head on over to oakley.com right now and get yourself a pair of glasses that will change your look for the better. But don't just trust me, try them for yourself. Go to oakley.com for more information today.
1: So if you haven't figured it out by now, new Ravens play caller Todd Monk is all business and he's all football all the time, Sarah.
0: Yeah, no doubt. But he's also extremely insightful and descriptive as he was Wednesday when he shared his honest evaluation on Odell Beckham Jr.'s current health status.
1: I'm Bobby Trossett alongside my co-host Sarah Ellison. It is Thursday, June 15th. And this is your Morning Ravens update from inside the vault.
0: Lamar Jackson, he once again has to set the record straight after the national media blew up and sensationalized one of his comments earlier this offseason.
1: Plus, John Harbaugh revealed some new information regarding Rashad Bateman's ongoing recovery back from last year's Liz Frank injury.
0: Yeah, some people may have to owe him an apology, Bobby, but we have all of that and more coming up Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, Baltimore's new play caller, Todd Munkin. He met with the media during day two of mandatory minicamp. And I know his answer to a question about Odell Beckham Jr.'s current health status caught your attention.
1: Yeah, it did. And mostly because he has that familiarity with OBJ since they spent one season together while in Cleveland. And I mean, this week was his first true look at Odell in person since then, being that OBJ opted to do the majority of his offseason work on his own out in Arizona. Here's Munkin.
2: I was with him in 19, so do I see still a tremendous football player, a guy that can separate and route run and loves to play and brings a certain amount of energy and juice and experience. And then as we practice more together, as we get more together, now we try to fit it together, uh, but he's always going to be crafty. He's always going to be able to find a way to separate. Where that ends up, X, Z, F, that's to be determined. But all that, you know, is just trying to figure out where that fits. And that also with the other pieces, Zay, your tight ends, um, you brought in Nelson getting bait back. And we haven't even had him practice yet. So fitting that all together is really a big part of it. But it's fun to try and figure out how to fit it together. That doesn't always, you don't always have that. So,
1: Sarah, like I've said a couple times now this week, like, let's not in any one player just yet since it's literally mid-June at the time of this taping. Now, with that said, I found Munkin's evaluation to be encouraging, and hey, it's a good start for a 30-year-old who hasn't played organized football in a year and a half.
0: Yeah, especially since everybody's been questioning, can he be the old Odell again? And Monk and it seems that way and it also matches up with what OBJ shared about his health during Tuesday's media availability.
3: I'm where I'm at right now it's still in my process and just trying to gear up and get ready for week one. It's yeah, safe to say that you feel good about where you yeah. are. Yeah I feel good it's it feels good to be able to get out of bed and not feel um you know pain it feels good to feel like if I need to take off running right now I could take off running you know it, it um it's been a, a long journey this time around, um, and it was its own process, so I just had to take that for what it was.
1: And he also added he's definitely fast again when asked where he's at speed-wise. So, again, all of this is encouraging, and there's reason for optimism, but – I'm going to go ahead and wait till the pads come out, and it's the dead heat dog days of a Baltimore summer before I get ahead of myself. Nonetheless, though, here's Lamar on what it means to have OBJ around the facility. This is some new sound from his Wednesday press conference.
3: Odell is a legend to a lot of us. You know, he, what he did, what he did his er, early in his career, and, you know, the past year when he was with the Rams and stuff like that, you know, Odell is him. I'm one of those guys, so it, it means a lot. And Sarah, I'll
1: leave you with this, because I know you got a kick out of it as it made It's rounds all over the internet on Wednesday. There's video, or at least there was, it's since been deleted, of Marlon Humphrey matching up with Odell one-on-one in a walkthrough drill. And it's well documented at this point, but obviously these two have a decorated past. We all remember their infamous scuffle in-game back in 2019 when OBJ was with Cleveland. Now, needless to say, what's in the past is in the past. And as our friend Lacey DaCosta tweeted, it looks like we have a pair of new Baltimore besties (laughs) on our hands.
0: Best friends in a blink of an eye. I love it. Still to come here on The Vault, Lamar Jackson once again had to respond to media narratives.
1: The Vault is sponsored by Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. And I know for me, I've been rocking the Prism Black Polarized lenses this summer and I'm loving them so far. Oakley's changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run? Do you golf? Maybe you train, or perhaps you just want to look like Lamar Action Jackson. If any of the above is true, you got to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self. Really, it's an expression of your personality. There's more than meets the eye. And here on the vault, we're all about look good, feel good, perform good. And that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. And hey, since it's officially summer, you may want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now so go visit oakley.com to find yourself a pair today oakley offers prism lens technology which is a proprietary technology to oakley and available for everyday settings as well if you're interested in learning more head on over to oakley.com and do your own research and while you're there get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye, but don't just trust Sarah and I, try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can confidently say that Oakley's not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. So head on over to oakley.com for more information today. So remember when Lamar Jackson signed his contract extension back in May, and then proceedingly, he was asked about all his new weapons at the wide receiver position, right? Like he was obviously excited and through the roof about his new additions because he said this.
3: I told—I think I told someone, like, man, I want to throw for, like, 6,000 yards with the weapons we have. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm, I'm not an individual, award war type of guy, or a stat watcher. You know, I just want to do that, you know, because no one ever done it, and I feel like we have the weapons to do it. You know, we got explosive guys.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that, Bobby. How could we forget when just about every national sports show in the country subsequently debated whether or not Lamar was actually serious? Does he really? Is it his real goal to get to 6,000 passing yards. And I remember ESPN's Mike Greenberg and Dan Orlovsky arguing about it. We touched on it here on the show back at that time.
2: He's obviously just pointing out what we all know. He's got a chance, Dan, this year to do stuff he's never done before because he's never had receivers like the ones he has right now, especially if you like the rookies, A-Flowers, as much as I know you do. I think he's
1: being serious, first of all, and I think it's the great example of if your dreams or goals aren't being laughed at by others, then they're not big enough. I think that's a real number for Lamar Jackson.
0: And then even though Lamar made clear that he cares about winning most and winning the Super Bowl most and not his stats, NBA Hall of Famer Tim Hardaway accused him of caring more about individual stats than winning a Super Bowl on the Carton Show.
2: You don't want to win a Super Bowl. You want to throw 6,000 yards. My press
1: conference would be like, I'm here to win championships, not throw 6,000 Well, we all know that Lamar cares most about winning championships. He's said it since the jump, literally from the jump with (laughs) Deion. So not only did the media embellish his quote, but Hardaway just went ahead and downright ignored part of his quote. And that brings us to Wednesday at Ravens mandatory minicamp when Jamison Hensley of ESPN asked Lamar if a 4,000 yard passing season would be more realistic than a 6,000. That's when number eight pushed back against the media's sensationalism.
3: I would say I really was saying that then, you know, but they just blew it out of proportion to say, yeah, I'm going my goal is 6,000 yards. My goal is to win the Super Bowl. My goal never about the yards or anything like that. But I know our guys, you know, they want the ball in their hand and make spectacular sure plays. So, and I feel like we got the guys to do it. So that's why I was just saying, I feel like we could throw for 6,000 yards. But that's probably unrealistic, but we'll see, you know.
0: Well, good for Lamar setting the record straight, even though he shouldn't have to. Uh, I mean, I remember we immediately saw Twitter lighting up with that original quote when he said it. And at the time, we both said, listen, he clearly... Is just happy about his new weapons at wide receiver and him saying, I feel like we could throw for 6,000. It was a compliment to them. He was complimenting his new weapons and he was complimenting his Ravens front office for getting them. And as you pointed out in the previous topic, Bobby <laughs> Lamar is really happy with his new weapons. Calling OBJ a legend, he's been hooking up all over the place with Nelson Aguilar. It seems like every day we hear about those two hooking up in the in the end zone. That you add in, he's still he's still able to find his tight ends and Isaiah Likely and Mark Andrews. Lamar Jackson seems like a happy, happy man right now in Baltimore. <laughs> Okay, Bobby, as we covered during Wednesday's morning vaults, Rashad Bateman found himself in the criticism crossfire this week, especially among fans when John Harbaugh announced that his third year wide out wouldn't be participating in minicamp.
1: Yeah. And I'll reiterate what I said on Wednesday again, right now, I'm saying not so fast on the criticism. Bateman's trying to get himself fully healthy coming off of last year's Liz Frank setback, and, Harbs went ahead and provided some new information about the specifics of his recovery during a one-on-one conversation with Jocina Anderson. Listen to this.
2: Liz Frank, per se, is a different injury. Uh, the screws go in, you know, the, the, the heel, the it heals, and then the screws come out, and sometimes you have to deal with the screw coming out and how that heals, and that was really the issue with him. It's just a matter of uh, putting some cortisone in there and helping that healing process when the screw came out. So it's not a structural issue at all. It is an issue of just comfort and making sure it's right for training camp
0: all right so there you have it bateman had his screws removed from the liz frank surgery (laughs) there's a healing process when those screws go in and then there's a healing process when they come out so his recent cortisone shot was for the pain of them coming out nothing more nothing less not a setback
1: in other words let's put the brashad perryman comparisons and the he's a bust nonsense to bed the jury's still out in the meantime though here's more on the recovery specifics from doctor of physical therapy jeff muller who we also referenced on Wednesday's show. Dr. Mueller tweeted the following quote, he's already had a second surgery to remove hardware. And his recent aggravation was from that. When hardware is removed, bone growth occurs to fill the hole and the bone is temporarily in a weakened state until it fully heals. Most likely it was irritated due to ramp up in loading or running because the bone is in this state cortisone injections can help manage irritation however the best way to manage the stage that bateman is likely in is very close management of loading and training frequency until the bone is fully healed as long as that occurs in this next phase he should be in the clear for 2023 if he pushes it too fast and the bone hasn't fully healed yet he's at risk For a fracture, thus the injection plus multiple days off to rest, close quote. So again, Sarah, this is about making sure that Bateman's available and ready to roll for as much of training camp as possible, which we know at the time of this taping is about a month and a half away. But to me, the biggest takeaway from all of this is that the screws are now out. They are out of his foot before the start of the season. And I remember it was not all that long ago that one Marquise Brown entered the NFL battling this same injury coming out of Oklahoma and the discomfort of the screws being in when he came into the NFL definitely limited him throughout parts of his rookie year. So that's encouraging and that's a reason for optimism for Bates. (laughs)
0: And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with this from The Athletic's Vic Tafer who wrote, quote, the Raiders seem likely to sign veteran cornerback Marcus Peters before training camp. Peters came in for a visit last month, and according to league and team sources, the two sides have stayed in touch as Peters tests the market. The Raiders have other veteran quarterbacks on their list, but Peters could very likely sign with the team that he grew up rooting for as a kid in Oakland, close quote. In other news, first-round pick Zay Flowers. He has reached an agreement with the Ravens on his four-year, $14 million rookie contract. That means the whole Ravens rookie class is now inked, and the Ravens have about $9.5 million left in cap space. Also, defensive coordinator Mike McDonald announced that Roquan Smith He will wear the green dot this season, which means Roquan is the only defensive player who will have a mic in his helmet to communicate with coaches, much like a quarterback would on offense. And Roquan will be responsible for getting all the other players in the correct places. And finally, former NBA star Grant Hill. He was at the Ravens practice facility on Wednesday. He was seated with executive vice president Ozzie Newsom. Newsome and Calvin Hill, who is also there, are close, according to Jeff Streeback.
1: Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms by visiting patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast. As you probably know by now, we've been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll give us a chance to keep churning out Daily Ravens content for years to come.
0: And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons, Dion Coleman and Lisa Schaffner. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today, but we will be back on Friday with the Ravens news you need to know.